hit the got it part, but it's not leave meeting. But uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, the eighth MS team, is today's ep- you know what today's episode's about, and yeah, uh, this was the original video animation or OVA, which I don't really know what that means. I always see it, like there's an uh, My Hero Academia OVA, and it's I like never knew- isn't it original video adaptation or something? Animation. I just said that. Oh, animation. But okay. <laughs> I just never knew really what that meant. Um, but yeah, it's the it was an original video animation series in the Gundam franchise, released from January 25th, 1996 to July 25th, 1999. It's 12 episodes that detail the exploits of Earth Federation unit during the one year war, specifically a month after the beginning of the original 1979 Gundam series and then into the final weeks of the war. It was directed by Takeyuki Kanda until his death in July 96, causing production to stall. Uman Osoki Lita took over production. The rest of the series originally aired on Toonami Midnight Block of programming on July 23rd, 2001. Did you ever watch this one when it was originally on Toonami? No, I didn't. So I did, and this is one of those ones where like I was like oh man this is like i'm excited for it every week was waiting for it it was the first gundam show since like after wing that i was like actually like really really into so when we you know it it it, i'll just say this it's still good still holds up yeah i i actually liked it a lot too i had no expectations i just thought that the uh the animation was cool looking yeah and that was that held true throughout the whole thing for sure. And it's it's crazy to think about, too, like how spoiled we are today. This show was 12 episodes and it took three years. Yeah, I know. I know. Like there'd be and, rioting on the streets if that if that happened with <laughs> with a TV show in America. Well, dude, that's how long we had to wait between seasons one and two of One Punch Man. Oh, yeah, that's true. But and, and that didn't even come back good. It came you back know, like, okay, but that first like, season was mm, so yeah. good. Wait, you want to read the, the plot synopsis? Sure. All right, man. This series is set in the Universal Century 0079 in the jungles of Southeast Asia and details the exploits of an Earth Federation ground unit during the One Year War. This takes place specifically a month after the beginning of the original series, and goes into the final weeks of the war. The Earth Federation and the Principality of Xeon are fighting a brutal guerrilla war for control over this area and the resources. Xeon's hope of winning live winning lies in an experimental mobile. I'm having a stroke. Let me start that sentence over. <laughs> Xeon's hope of winning lies in an experimental mobile armor and its pilot, Aina Sahalan. Sorry about that. The Earth Federation Army have reinforcements in the form of Shiro Amada, a young, newly named commander of the 8th MS team. Aina and Shiro met during a space rescue, and there was some chemistry. Ooh. (laughs) All right. So I have the dub actor's names for the cast i didn't do the uh subs because i didn't watch the subs but we have shiramata and voiced by steve voiced by steve saley on a uh Sahalan or whatever by emily brown 
Kiki Rosita, Michelle Ruff, Karen Joshua, Deborah Jean Rogers, Elador Massis, Eddie Frerson, uh, Michelle Nanarich, uh, Anthony Pulsini, and Terry Sanders Jr., voiced by Steve Kramer. Pretty solid voice cast, in my opinion, with the uh, dubs. Did you watch? You didn't watch the dubs, did you? Or did you watch? Um, so I watched the dubs for the final two episodes because I was like trying to do other things and finish this up so we could record it in time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we are, two months later. Uh, but both both casts were really good. There wasn't like a. It wasn't like, like a gun- first Gundam. Yeah, I gotcha. All right, and then last bit before we get into the actual episodes. Fun fact. Uh, Yumano uh, Soki Lita, the director who took over the 8th MS team, went on to work with several other animes uh, that we plan on talking about, including Kelly Bebop and The Big O. Then he also helped with Van Dredd and Helsing, plus tons of other animes, but Van Dredd and Helsing were the two other two that I knew, because I don't know a lot of animes. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a pretty solid uh, line yeah, right? of stuff to work on. Okay, man, we'll get right in. Oh, first off, what'd you think of the intro song for 8th MS team? You know, I thought it was all right. There I, uh, I was you, not feeling it. You didn't at like all. it? No. It's it, it kind of and th- this isn't in a in a good way, but uh did you ever watch um the Star Trek with uh oh man, what's his name? The guy from Quantum Leap. Help me out. Oh, uh, Scott Bakula. Yeah, I was. Gonna, I kept wanting to say the guy, his name from Quantum Leap, uh, Sam Beckett. <laughs> Did you ever watch that show? No, I. I just never could get into Star Trek too well. Okay, well, the show itself is fine. It's not. It's not like the strongest Star Trek show, but the intro. Like when I when I first started trying to watch it, I was like binging it at the shop, and it wouldn't let you skip the uh the opening credits and i think netflix lets you do that now but then it wouldn't and the intro song was so bad because it was like a rod stewart-esque like ballad but it's star trek and it's just it like look it up sometime it's terrible um so every time like i'm i watch a sci-fi themed show i'm always like god please if i'm gonna binge this please don't let it be like that rod <laughs> rod stewart-esque song yeah and uh so the, so the bar is very low when it comes to to sci-fi related shows for me so i mean this is off subject and we don't need to be getting off subject but star trek cast <laughs> <laughs> not if you're not into it <laughs> every episode like wasn't feeling it <laughs> And that's all you have to yeah. say. <laughs> all right. So episode one is called War of Two. So person that kind of came to mind, like first thing I wrote down was there's a character named Karen. Jokes are going to be said about this. <laughs> I love Karen. I know you do. I love Karen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. And like Karen and a Karen move threw a wrench and said there's your heavy metal because she was very upset about you know something because i think the people were saying you know talking some crap about karen karen's upset quite often though yeah she's just always mad um so the we also got to see the ball uh that's a that's a mobile suit that i had a toy of growing up which i thought was cool 
I always thought it just looked really cool. It was in a video, like an old PlayStation, maybe one, or it might have been like early two video game that I had where you could unlock that. It was one of the last ones to unlock. It sucked, but it was also just so cool looking to me because it's a little ball with hands. Yeah. So, you know, that was that was just weirdly one of my favorites. And then the the dudes just like they're just kind of the, the people in this are kind of stupid. Cause he's like when he's fighting the the Zakus, because there's Zakus out there and he gets in the ball and he's fighting. He's got this cover and he's like, okay. I'm going to get rid of this cover. I'm going to charge it headfirst in the ball, which is known to be not a good suit <laughs> to be able to take down a Zaku. And then the, oh, what's her name? Old, uh, oh, I had her name right here. Um, Anya. Like you know, he cap you know he captures her, but they're like both just stranded in space, and she's like, "I'd rather be killed than a prisoner." And he's like, oh, "I'm not gonna kill you. I'm gonna make you a prisoner. <laughs> I'm gonna fall in love with you." Yeah. <laughs> and then he also finds out that you know that's when he finds out that she's a woman, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna kill you," because like the this is one thing you find out with this dude. He is very horny just throughout the whole show. <laughs> come on man he's out in space you know not it's much just like, going on it's like every time there's a girl he's like oh hey karen hey 17 year old that i saw naked that's coming yeah on. oh i've got i've got a not so fun fact about that character oh um oh and then like they, they team up she you know she gives him she gives him her like little watch thing that's like a fan you know like a really fancy stopwatch to help him figure stuff out i don't really remember that part because it's been a little bit and but then she forgot to get it back so now he's like holding on to this watch for this woman that he loves so like i remember watching this just thinking oh yeah they're really good together but then like i said later on you're like oh no this dude's into all of the women <laughs> yeah he has a type and it's if it moves yeah if it's there and it's and it even talks to him <laughs> <laughs> and we, right. we'll get into this later i like shiro um but he goes through a lot of changes big time and one thing that i think is kind of interesting about him though is and i was thinking about this the other day he's kind of like goku but in like a gundam setting where it's not so much training to be the best he just kind of likes this type of stuff like he yeah. would just be the same with the zoc you know like in a in the zeon forces yeah in my opinion like it's not really like he's not you know anything special that way right okay episode two gundams in the jungle and i wrote down for some reason the old people have an attitude to the new people oh yeah because when the when the new guys all land because there's a whole group of them including our main boy uh the old guys there are like really just kind of jerks to them for no reason and then uh while they got on earth it shows the anya show up you know is on earth too and they're gonna you know they're gonna meet again they're gonna battle and uh the art like one thing i wrote down is the art in this series is just a step up to maybe five steps up from the original. Yeah. 
like this is kind of uh, like peak 90s anime art style, like in the best way. And it should be, though, if they're taking three years to make 12 episodes. <laughs> yeah. But okay, it's not then- just it's not just everything's out in space. Like yeah. we're in. I mean, this is essentially Vietnam with Gundams. Yeah. So. And there, there's this guy named Sanders. Everyone makes fun of him because, you know, he gets people killed. But he's like, he's solid. Like, Sanders is one of my favorite characters. Absolutely. And I actually wrote down, and this is a reference that I think only you're going to get. I put, he's the Rudy Gay of this group. Like, he's not <laughs> he's not going to save the day. But he's going to, you know, he's going to put up solid numbers. Yeah, for sure. And, and, then, uh, and he, like, you just root for him. Every time he does yeah. something, you root for him. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, our our main guy gets out to walk because he can't find out how to get to base because his stuff was all messed up. And then he falls in a leech swamp. He finds some water. He dunks himself in. And I wrote down, I hope the watch is waterproof. Because, <laughs> boy, that would suck when he finally meets, you know, meets her again. Like, here's your family watch. And then it's just like, did it's you go ruined. to watch? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah now okay now I get to the part where the he I put I wrote down dude is a horn dog kind of hits on Karen drool drools all over Anya and sees a topless girl he creeps on because there's a there's this swimming naked girl Kiki yep and then then like later on it shows uh oh yeah no this is Anya and her brother and I was like this is giving incest vibes it was like they were oh, like kind of, heavily yeah it's it's weird. And, and more so from him than from her. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It seems like she's like, she's okay with it, but he's into it. Yeah, for sure. Which, which the- is, it sucks because like you first see him, I'm like, oh, he looks cool. But then he's like kind of into his sister. And I'm like, yeah. eh, never mind. <laughs> You're like, he's the coolest. <laughs> What are you trying to say to our listeners? <laughs> that you like Star Wars? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they do it, you know, they get into a battle and uh, he kills a Zaku pilot. And then, then they're all walking back and it's all super hot out. So they have to like, you know, have their stuff open because the Gundams don't have um, AC. It's like, oh yeah, we can do all of this stuff, but it stays hot in there. Right. That's that's all my notes for episode three. So I'll do my not fun fact about Kiki because it okay. is a downer. Yeah. Um, and I don't know when this happens, but sometime during the novelization of 8th MS Team, uh, Kiki's actually captured and gang raped by Federation soldiers. And then in the middle of that, she commits suicide by biting off her own tongue. And then that makes uh, a lot of distrust towards the Federation by the gorillas. And uh, how was that yeah. kept out of the Toonami version that I watched? <laughs> Dude, I know, right? But I, I read that and I was like, oh my God, that, that make I just feel so bad. Yeah, that's wow. So apparently if you want like a gritty Gundam, the novelization is for you. Yeah, right. Okay. So, episode three, the time limit on trust. And I even wrote down the show is like Vietnam style movie, but with mechs. We kind of got into that. 
uh, we got the we get more of the gorillas this time, and I put, <laughs> I wish it was gorillas. <laughs> I was gonna say, can you imagine if Kiki were just a gorilla? But then that makes that novelization scene even worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, uh, Kiki, like it goes. I put when naked girl was shown in the first time, she looked older. Now she seems like she is very young. The dude called her a kid. And then, like, so our main guy's like, you're just a kid. And then she's like, well, you didn't seem to care when I was naked. He's like, well, you're nice to look at. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, man. I, I, and then I wrote underneath that, our main character might be a resident on Epstein Island. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you feel good about that one? I mean... When he says stuff like that, it's just, it's yeah. fair. It's fair yeah. game. <laughs> but yeah, he was supposed to be somewhere and then now he's running late because of the his talk with, you know, the gorillas. And the 8th MS team is not having a good time. They're getting their butts kicked and they're like, where is he? And he's just like, well, she's young, but she still looks pretty. <laughs> <laughs> as, as, as all of his friends are just being destroyed. Yeah. You know, now I'm thinking this is off subject, off subject again. But like now I'm thinking the band, the gorillas. <laughs> <laughs> and we just keep making this show worse and worse. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they're like, uh, I put they don't want to hurt any civilians. And then they tell Sanders not to. And I put it'd be funny if it just cut to Sanders just murdering all the civilians. He's like, what about the civilians? <laughs> <laughs> Is this the episode where no wait, is this the one where he's like super unsure of himself or is that in another episode? You know that's what I'm like, talking about? I mean that's kind of like every episode of Sanders, but I think the one the big one is where they're fighting the armor, like the the experimental armor thing. Right. Cause cause that's when he's like, Oh, I get everybody killed, right? Yeah. Cause I mean they, they that's been like the ongoing thing with Rudy Gay Sanders. Right. And you know, I think it comes to a head later on but okay. then at the end uh the gorillas are taking all of the plunder and they're like hey you can't do that but they're like wow we helped so we're going to and that's you know basically it yeah episode four the demon overhead so in this one we're gonna get more of the xeon lady people yeah yeah this is the big the big sanders moment the colonel yeah. sanders moment uh people are just being extra douchey to sanders in this episode the actual fights between people are pretty great animation wise. Like we got to see some really cool stuff. Um, we need Colonel Sanders in a mech suit. Dude, that'd be rad. It's finger licking, finger licking. <laughs> <laughs> the actual fights between, Oh, I already said that the, there's this old dude that's, that's on base for some reason. And he like they all placed a bet and he was like well i believe i won the bet i don't even remember what the bet was but i put that's hand down hands down my favorite part <laughs> okay yeah and then i put getting nazi like vibes from zeon which it's like you know fair enough they're very nazi like they are which is weird though because they're still just there's they're trying to be independent so it, it's the whole the whole thought process with the whole Xeon stuff where they're battling on Earth when they're trying to be independent of Earth makes zero sense. It's like, right. well, why don't you just stay away? Just, just leave. Yeah. 
well most of them are gone already like they're they're you know the they're away from earth and they're like well we're gonna come here and we're gonna fight directly on earth it's like no just defend your home worlds and then sooner or later they're gonna lose interest (laughs) i put i'm liking karen she was a grump but she's got a heart of gold and i put sanders and karen ship question mark dude that that's one that i had for a potential shipper but i mean by by the end of our uh, by the end of this, we find out who the real ship with Karen is. Yeah, it's Jake. The <laughs> uh, then we got the secret weapon, and it just looks like a huge Zaku with some like like they they are very creative with their designs. It's just a big like big Zaku face on this like a mountain of just trash metal, basically. Right. And the, then, the lead designer is not wildly creative. Yeah. Uh, then Sanders got got to be thinking he's a jinx after seeing the secret weapon though that just shows up and he's like oh lord you know like he is probably not feeling good about that and then the weapon just gets blasted a few times and they're like oh team Zaku blasting off again and they go away <laughs> oh boy like that episode was kind of a, like it was really cool because the Sanders stuff and I like Sanders and like all that stuff that secret weapon was so lame. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's like, it's like they wanted to do something different, but then it's just like garbage yeah. with, with the head on it. Like we, we have to let them know that it's still ours. Yeah. What can we do? It's just like, I mean, it, it's like when you max out just defense on something and then you give like the really slow, gun and then it was like oh let's slap on a zaku head too why not right all right so there so the uh, in vol- virtual i'm gonna use this as an example because i i mean if you like gundam you're gonna love virtual on just buy a sega saturn and then buy this game and then he'll be happy but uh the last boss guy was this giant mech and like you just couldn't hurt it unless it's firing its main gun and it's it would just transform in this giant gold laser gun and it would just shoot and you'd have to run away from it and then shoot at it while you're doing that sounds awesome it is and so like that's kind of how this thing is except that looked cooler at least in my memories (laughs) (laughs) like i have a feeling if i went back to that game with today's special you know with the with the day's see you know computer graphics or whatever it would i would be like what it like how did i think this looked exactly <laughs> like real robots you still have that game somewhere we have all the sega saturn games somewhere because i because i got a sega saturn like i don't know a year or two ago and i was like casey always said this game was cool i'm gonna look into it yeah, it's like 75 bucks. And yeah. I'm like, ah, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> when I was living in Bloomington, still there was this there's this thing called Third Sunday Market. And it's like a bit, oh yeah, you went with me one time. It's a big flea market type thing. And one time this guy, I didn't was working, so I didn't get to go. Dad went though. And this guy had the virtual on cabinet. And the virtual on <sighs> cabinet, you sit in it like it's a mech. So it's just like, it's so encumbersome that you can't really, and he didn't, dad didn't have the truck or anything with them. So you couldn't get it, you know, like they, they drove their Cadillac at the time. So it's just like, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean that I'm sure that was literally 
Kid Casey's actual dream. Dude, I didn't even know it was a thing until I was adult Casey. <laughs> <laughs> Have you looked into it now? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like that's the best way of getting it, getting it because it's like getting on eBay. It's they're selling it to people like me. When they're selling it at a place, you can, you know, yeah. get it cheaper type of thing. Yeah. Okay, episode five the broken order to stand by so um elador he is the guy that's in a tank he's got a song recorded oh he's this gonna, episode yeah he's <laughs> gonna be a big musician and wants to celebrate so he he takes uh the little nerdy kid and they go out to the bar and then he as he's going and he's like i can smell the woman in the bar if you can smell women outside and i go if you can smell women outside a bar you don't want them <laughs> uh shiro does yeah fair <laughs> enough um Mikkel or whatever is there to party and for the ladies though he always writes love notes yeah that's what's weird the little nerdy dude is he's like yeah i'm gonna party with the ladies and then like every day he's like writing notes to his long love he's like i just miss you and i want to marry you and i love you and then he's like where are them ladies at dude i know so i wanted to say this while you're talking about it that that's like him him writing love letters back home to his girlfriend is like the most like grounding part of this whole show um and I don't, I don't know which episode it is when Kiki finds that diary and is like teasing him until she reads it. And she's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't read other people's diaries or whatever. Uh, but like in, in a crazy like mech suits in Vietnam, that's the one thing that I was like, OK, that, that, that kind of grounds the show a little bit. Yeah, it, it gives me vibes of uh, Skull Island. There's a character that's writing a note to his son and they all make fun of him for it. And then it comes back around because you guys still haven't seen it, have you? No. Right. You still you need you still need to, man. You'll like it. Maybe maybe I'm just waiting for my my good pal Casey to watch it with. I mean, in all fairness, when we do hang out next, we have a lot of crap to watch together. <laughs> I know, right? It's gonna, we're gonna need to take like a week off just to yeah. do it all. All right, but then uh, the ba- there's actually bad guys in the bar. That's what he was smelling. It wasn't women. It turned out. And then, so then, like, they get captured and they're being tortured. And Elidor tells them he's going to be a double agent for him. And it's like, would you really want this guy as a double agent? He's an idiot. <laughs> and then uh, there's this woman that's in the uh, place they're being tortured at. It's like a basically like the, the bed and breakfast head lady, Miss Maria. She tells them to cheer up and gives them some bread. And you know, just I put can you make that bread a sandy, which was too bad. <laughs> wow. Uh, K- Kiki comes back. Uh the Xeon guard is the most chill dude. I don't know why I wrote that. Um, hold on one sec. Had some phlegm in my throat. Um then they're gonna be stealthy in a mobile suit that's coming, you know into an area it's like how can you be stealthy in a thing that just goes kathunk kathunk <laughs> kathunk with it when every time it walks but see i kind of like that about this like they're not i don't know it's just when they're like traipsing around the jungle like these things feel like big experimental tanks you know what i mean yeah and i'm just saying it's like they're like oh we're gonna be stealthy it's like 
You can't. Right. No, no, I get that. I get that. <laughs> there was a game. Do you have a Dreamcast per chance? I don't, unfortunately. Okay. I wish I did. Because there was a game for Dreamcast my brother had. And it's a Gundam game where you're in the mech suit and you're doing stuff against Zaku's and stuff. I don't remember the name of it, but it's pretty cool. I sucked hard at it as a kid, but it, it, it's a it's a cool time. Yeah. But uh, okay, and then Elador, like he gets his butt kicked throughout this. He gets like glass in his leg. He got shot and all this stuff. And then like they they go up to him like Elador, are you okay? It's like he's got glass in his leg and he's been <laughs> shot. <laughs> Read the room. Yeah. And then, like as they're being checked on, like Karen's checking on him, and then Ellen uh, Elador just get you know gets himself a little grab, making Jake jealous. And I'm just put that's assault, <laughs> brother. Yeah, no, it's definitely not okay. She's like, ooh. <laughs> and I think, I mean, I think she gets mad, but like plays it off because he's like passed out or whatever. Yeah. All right, then episode six, battle line in the burning sand. And I just say like these, all these titles kind of sound like they could easily be like heavy metal songs. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, Kiki's talking to a witness who couldn't see a Gundam again. How? Right. Uh, a Gundam, the Gundam's big toe starts screwing up, and uh, Mikkel uh, and him can't fix it, and they can't fix it. I mean, uh, he's going to fix it, and he almost kills his commander. He's also kind of an idiot who gets mad and gets treated like an idiot. And then Kiki steals his letters, like what you talked about, and, and which which isn't cool, by the way. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't want <laughs> Don't do uh, that. The, the letters to. Yeah. Oh, BB doesn't want the letters to stop from Mikhail, but says they would stop sending letters. Women, am I right? Makes zero sense. Yeah, and then Kiki's going to deliver the letter. Maybe she should have her own delivery service. Do you get that reference? <laughs> I do. Boy, let's hope that didn't actually happen to Kiki's delivery service. What happens to this Kiki? <laughs> Dude, for people. From what I remember, it does not. Unless yeah. there's a novelization I yeah. don't know about. <laughs> don't read the novelization. <laughs> uh, Kiki runs out crying because the commander, he, the commander said something that made her sad. And then uh, Mikhail got in the commander's face sanders sent him flying you don't get in the you know you don't mess with the commander around sanders you'll knock your ass out (laughs) and then uh oh the main dude's worried if anya has a boyfriend because that pic of her with her bro and it's like well no duh you're worried that's some serious incest vibes (laughs) <laughs> and then the secret weapons going again and this time it was actually useful this episode i put was a banger especially compared to the last episode i was really into this one so yeah now we got the awards since you don't have any notes do you are you able to do any of these um i can do some of them okay so any memorable animation yes um God, I don't even remember what episode it's on. 
you you do yours i'll try to think of it okay so the one that i didn't write any of these down but like i can't i can remember good enough it would have been the the episode where the sanders i'm gonna just call it sanders big break the episode where sanders you know helps fight the the big weapon that fight even though that thing looks stupid that fight is still pretty rad so i'm gonna go with that as my memorable animation i don't remember if this is the same episode but i distinctly and and the reason i i think we already said this but i lost my notes to this so i'm sorry that my thoughts are like not great this episode but uh when they are trying to be sneaky around the jungle there's just some scenes where they play with like shadows on the mechs and like them trying to creep through the trees all crouched and stuff that i think looks cool right on um i'm gonna go with the who we shipping award because i'm still looking for my memorable line so who you shipping man so i had two that that i mentioned earlier the one is karen sanders because i think that they deserve each other and then uh, (laughs) uh the other after it happened and i thought about it i was like you know uh mikhail or whatever his name is the nerdy dude and kiki kind of yeah i see that i'm gonna or Anna and her brother i'm yeah. kidding <laughs> i'm going i'm going Anna and her brother i think that's i think that's a good i think they, I think they, they have the most in common for sure right yeah like parents <laughs> okay so my memorable line is you gonna not be, actually have a real one i i really didn't because it's just like I mean, they have it. I don't like the ones that they're actually showing us, really, because I don't yeah. like Karen and Elador because I don't like that little douche. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, the main dude just wants everybody. So I can't put him in, you know, in Anya. So I'm just like, ah, go Anya and her brother. That's a good time. Fair enough. <laughs> Sweet home. Oh, bam. But um, so, yeah, the uh, memorable line award. For me, it's going to go to Karen for when she's talking to Sanders and she's like, where are your balls? And she just kicks them right in the balls. (laughs) I do remember that now that you mention it. (laughs) But I mean, he needed that. It it woke him up to be an even better character. Yeah. And this one, I don't have an answer to. Okay. So would you say aged well? Yes, I do say that because I... Like there were some parts of these episodes that I was like meh on, but overall I did really enjoy it. Same here, dude. Uh, who's your favorite character? Mine's obviously Sanders. <laughs> uh, just to be different, I'll say Karen. Um, but Sanders is awesome. Yeah. And then it's not Elador. <laughs> um, what what would you uh, rate it in our Tars rating? So on the TARS, I don't know. Right now, without finishing it, I don't know that I like it more than Kenshin, but I definitely liked it more than Gundam. So I will be putting it in the number two spot for me. Okay, for me, it's number one so far. I I wasn't as hot on Kenshin as you were, and... I was probably cooler on regular Gundam than you, so or maybe about equal. I don't know. So yeah, that's number one for me. Um, are you gonna, you know, what are your final thoughts on the show, and do you want to continue watching it? Um, yeah, I definitely want to keep watching it. There, I mean, there's we're halfway through. There's only 
you know, six more episodes. Yeah, right. And <clears throat> I hear that uh, that there's a super cool fight scene at like the end of it, like the final fight scene. Yeah, I'm doing so that. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping that that we can circle back around to this sooner rather than later. Yeah, and so now we are going to end it here and then okay so what are we watching next time let's find out let's hope it's not another gundam shuffling shuffling making my choice and here we go demon slayer oh dude cannot wait so stay tuned for demon slayer should be a good time special thanks goes out to mike petrovich and levi halford of i like snaps check them out on spotify they did our awesome anime boys theme song and then also special thanks goes to brian atkins for our new anime boys promo picture that's hard to say uh follow him on instagram at brian atkins art yeah thank you guys again oh and special thanks to you guys for listening all the way to the special thanks part you guys are the real mvp